Hi everyone and welcome along to the Ergonomically Speaking podcast, the podcast that aims to help you reduce and even eliminate work-related discomfort. I'm your host Neve Pentney of Boyne Ergonomics. Thank you so much for joining me today. I really hope that you're able to take away some useful practical advice from this podcast to help you reduce your own risk of discomfort at the workplace or help manage the risks among the people that you might be responsible for. So now that we know why we're here, let's get started. Hello, hello, and welcome along to another episode of the Ergonomically Speaking podcast, where today I'm going to take it back to basics and have a look at why we need to maintain a good supported posture when we are at the computer workstation. What's the risks associated with poor posture? And why are we so concerned about it? When we're doing our DSE and our ergonomic risk assessments, posture is a huge focus because it impacts not only the musculoskeletal system, but other systems within the body. And just through conversations with people that I'm assessing, a lot of people don't realize the impact it can have. So I'm bringing it right back to basics where we're going to have a look at, is posture important? What are the risks? And what are the ideal postures? And what you can do to help reduce your risk of discomfort when you're sitting at the workstation. So to answer the question, Is your DSE workstation posture important? Well, the answer is absolutely yes, Um, both in the short and the medium and the long term. So poor postures or what we call adverse postures, along with prolonged static postures, which we obviously covered before and we'll definitely come back to. But the adverse postures, longer working hours, increased stress levels, these all combine to increase the risk of developing health issues that can have a negative impact for years to come. It's not just the stiffness and the tension that you feel at the end of the day that we're worried about. We're worried about your medium and your long-term health. So in this episode, we're going to talk about why it's important, common adverse postures that we see, the negative impact of poor or adverse postures, what we want to see at a computer workstation, and then tips to help you maintain that neutral and supported posture. So why is posture important? Well, when we talk about posture, What we mean is your body's alignment, your body's positioning in relation to gravity. In any posture, gravity is going to be exerting a force on your musculoskeletal system, on your limbs. Because remember, it's around us all the time and it's acting on us all the time. So when you're in any position at all, gravity is having an impact on your musculoskeletal system. When we adopt what we would call the the good or the neutral postures, the force of gravity is evenly distributed or distributed appropriately depending on the posture and essentially there's no excessive stress or strain being placed on any one joint or muscle group or group of tissues and when we are in these postures and positions the body is more efficient we experience less fatigue and strain and our respiratory system our circulatory system and our digestive systems are optimized they're working as they should When we adopt bad or adverse postures, well, then there's going to be excessive strain placed on particular parts of the body, particular tissues, particular joints. Some muscle groups might have to work harder than others. There can be an imbalance there when you're trying to maintain that positioning and the body becomes inefficient. And depending on the posture or the positioning, our respiratory system, our circulatory system and our digestive system can experience reduced 
functionality. They're not working as well as they should. So that's what we're talking about when we discuss posture and adverse postures and good or neutral postures. So if we have a look at the impact of adverse DSE workstation postures. So obviously over the last number of years, because of everything that's happened and the move to home working and now hybrid working, I have definitely seen a corresponding increase in adverse postures when they're working at the home workstation in particular. And this is usually to do with poor workstation setup, lack of appropriate equipment, and just a, a lack of knowledge in, in how they should be set up. So this has a knock-on effect then. People that either had underlying issues and they experienced flare-ups of them, or people who never had any musculoskeletal issues or any other issues, starting to experience them because they're sitting in poor postures, they're sitting there for longer as well, and that can have an impact on the body. So high duration spent in an adverse posture and a high frequency of these adverse postures, of course, is going to increase the risk of discomfort and injury. And as I said, these issues can be short term, they can be medium, they can be long term, and they impact the whole body. So if you have a look first at the impact that they have on the musculoskeletal system. So if we take, for example, somebody working at home or anywhere on just a laptop. Somebody working on a laptop, generally you're going to notice them leaning forward and looking down at the monitor. Because obviously the monitor of a laptop, if it's flat on the table, is going to be below eye level. Most people will start sitting upright looking down, but after a time, the body follows the eyes and we start to lean and round ourselves. This causes the weight of the head to be supported by an increased musculoskeletal effort. So the muscles of the neck and the shoulders have to work harder to hold your head in place. Because remember, we talk about the force of gravity. If you're leaning forward, well, then we also have to factor in the force of gravity that's acting on your head because you've come away from the midline. So there's an increased musculoskeletal effort. The ligaments get stretched and the head is leaning forward. This causes a huge amount of strain on the tissues of the neck and the shoulders. And if you think of somebody doing this for hours at a time, three to five days a week, over and over and over, of course, it will cause short-term stiffness, aches and pains, but it is going to have an impact on the musculoskeletal system in the medium and long term. Rounding of the upper and lower back also causes abdominal compression of the spinal discs. And this can cause abnormal wear and tear or accelerate the wear and tear. This is something I say to everybody. Generally speaking, most people from the 30s onwards, if they ever went to get an MRI of their spine, there will be notes about degenerative changes. Our body will experience wear and tear as part of life. But the risk with these postures when it comes to the discs in the back is that it's accelerated wear and tear or it's abnormal wear and tear that you shouldn't see. And that can cause a problem if you get the discs and they get experiencing wear and tear. Well, then, of course, you can get herniated bulging discs and other associated risks. And that can cause a lot of pain. And also down the line, if this continues, we can see a misalignment of the vertebrae and the discs in the spine. And this in time will cause increased neck, shoulder, upper back, lower back, hip pain. And of course, if the discs come into play and we get herniations and bulges, well, then this can cause nerve issues in the arm and in the leg, such as sciatica. So that's just a very brief look at the impact on the musculoskeletal system from poor postures at the computer workstation. 
If we look at the digestive system, rounded shoulders and back compress the organs of the digestive system. This reduces digestive function and increases the risk of acid reflux, constipation, heartburn, indigestion, all these kind of things. Because if the digestive system is compressed, it can't work as well as it should. If the stomach is compressed, it cannot empty at a rate that it's supposed to. So we need to keep ourselves upright when we're seated so that the digestive system can work properly, that it's, it's in its normal alignment, it's in its normal positioning, it has normal blood flow, and it can work like it should. That's just the digestive system. If we have a look at the respiratory system, when we sit upright, or when we stand upright, our lungs have all the space they need to do what they need to do. But if we are slouched, or we are rounded, or we are slumped at the desk, this can cause the muscles in the chest to tighten. It can limit how the rib cage can expand and it can prevent the diaphragm from fully opening. This will result in a more rapid and a more shallow pattern of breathing. This in turn encourages activation of the nervous system and can cause the body to be in a state of stress. So your body, if you're not breathing properly, if you are doing shallow, rapid breaths, and you might even notice this, you might even notice that you're doing it, if you're doing it, though, it is going to trigger a hormonal response. And the body's like, oh, there's something going on here. Let's start releasing hormones that we might need to get ourselves ready for the stress. On top of this, it also strains your primary breathing muscles. And what's going to happen is, well, if they get tired, because you're doing this shallow, rapid breathing, and it's not, it's not super rapid, but it's, it's quicker than it needs to be or quicker than it should be and shallower than it should be. The muscles are going to get tired. And what's going to happen then is they're going to recruit peripheral muscles to help with breathing. And these are usually the muscles in the neck, which a lot of people don't know. This can cause them to become overworked, causing neck and shoulder pain, headaches and migraines. So it's not just that we're worried about our breathing pattern and the release of hormones and the impact that can have on our body because we don't want to stress hormones the fight or flight hormones floating around the body if we don't need them. They should only be there if we need them. If you're sitting there working at your computer desk, well then for the most part, you shouldn't need them. So we're not just worried about that. We're also worried about the impact it has on the peripheral muscles, especially the neck and shoulders, because they're being recruited in to do the job of the primary breathing muscles, which it's not a job they should be doing. And if you're already slouched and rounded, well, they're already under increased pressure. So that's why for the breathing system, it's so important that we keep ourselves nice and relaxed and upright. And then we look at the circulatory system. Poor postures, adverb postures, reduce blood flow to the muscles and the internal organs. And that will impact their ability to function efficiently. Now, of course, prolonged static postures will have an impact on the circulatory system as well. But it's another reason why we need to be supported and relaxed and upright. And especially if you're sitting one I think of a lot is, say, someone like myself who isn't very tall. I might have myself positioned correctly for the desk, so my upper body might be nice and relaxed. But if I can't rest my heels on the floor, well, then there's going to be increased pressure in the veins in my legs. And that can cause damage um, down the line. And that can impact the circulation of the blood and the fluid around the legs. And you might notice things like tingly toes, feeling like your feet are falling asleep or aches and pains. So it's not all about the upper body. Our whole body needs to be supported and relaxed and upright when we are sitting at the desk. 
And that's just the circulatory system. Obviously, if the blood fluid rate slows down, if the circulatory system rate slows down, if parts of our abdomen are compressed, well, the blood can't flow in and out like it's supposed to. So it impacts everything. And then we have a look at the impact on sleep. So poor postures, adverse postures, especially if they're held for a long time, is going to increase tension in the muscles. And this can make it difficult to relax the body, especially if you're quite a sedentary person and you're going from, you know, the computer workstation at five or six in the evening, you know, to make the dinner, go to the sofa, hang about for a bit and go to bed. That tension is going to be still in the body and this can cause the muscular pain and discomfort. And that can make it hard just to get a good night's sleep, make it hard to relax at night and sleep. And then you're waking up in the morning, carrying over this stress and tension in the muscles before you start your day again. So, and that's before we even look at the longer term impacts like indigestion, acid reflux, like damage to the discs that can cause the nerve pain. Like this is just in the, in the immediacy. But of course, in the longer term, if you develop more serious issues, well, of course, that's also going to impact your ability to sleep, which means that you're already going to be stressed and stiff and sore in the morning before you start your next day. You're not starting at a good kind of base. You're, you're going in already at a deficit. And so posture, of course, can impact your sleep. And the other area it can impact, which can play on sleep too, is your mood. So if we have aches and pains in the muscles, if we're getting symptoms of digestive issues like your heartburn or your re reflux, if you're not getting good quality sleep, if you've got a sore neck, if we've got stress hormones floating around the body, this can all impact our mood and our psychological well-being. So these are all chain reactions. Everything is linked. It's not just physical. So adverse postures can also impact the nervous system, including compression of the nerves, and this can cause a chain reaction. And it all just builds and builds and impacts your mood and your psychological well-being. And then this becomes a cyclical effect. So if you are experiencing stress, if you're experiencing depression and anxiety, for example, related to pain or discomfort or lack of sleep. Well, then, as we said, we're already going to go into the day at the workstation in a deficit. We're already going to be tired. We're already going to be stiff and sore. And that just causes more pain and more discomfort. So there is a psychological impact as well as a physical impact of poor posture. So that is the impact. Well, What's the ideal? So how can we prevent this? What is the ideal computer workstation posture that we want to see when we're doing assessments and we're doing ergonomic risk assessments to try and keep everything taken over like it should? OK, so if we start from the base. You need to have a stable base. So either have your feet planted on the floor, on a footrest, on a little step, on a box, on a foam roller, whatever it needs to be. But your feet, your heels in particular should be rested and comfortable and stable. OK, next. Ideally, if we come up, we want to have our thighs positioned either parallel with the floor or with the hips slightly over the knee, because this opens out the hips and it encourages that normal curvature of the lower back. What I don't want to see, what we never want to see is knees over hips. So when we are doing an assessment, we always try and get a side view of the person because that tells you a lot. And we never want to see knees over hips because knees over hips is going to impact the hip flexor muscle. It's going to impact the hamstring. It's going to cause, you know, interfere with the alignment of 
the pelvis, it's going to pull on the lower back. So we always want to see either hips and knees level or hips slightly over knees when your feet are supported. Make sure your lower back is supported. So either by the backrest of the chair or an extra cushion or an extra support. Remember, the lower back comes under a huge amount of pressure when we're sitting and we want to make sure that we have a nice, comfortable support in the lower back. Sit upright with your chest open. So relax back into your chair. Don't round your shoulders. Sit back against the chair, shoulders relaxed, chest open. This will improve your oxygen intake. This will help to keep the digestive system taken over because it has all the room, it has all the blood flow and the ribs and the lungs have all the space they need. So this basically keeps everything in the abdomen taken over as it should and functioning correctly. Make sure your elbows are level with your desk when your shoulders are relaxed. And that's the important part because I often ask people, oh, if I'm doing them virtually, are your elbows level with your table? Oh, yeah, yeah, they are. And I'm looking at the shoulders and say, right, take an inhale, exhale, relax the shoulders. Now, where are the elbows? And the elbows drop below the surface because they were holding them in place with the tension of the upper body. They should be level with the desk surface when the shoulders are relaxed. This encourages the upright posture. It helps to reduce strain on the shoulders, the arms, the wrists. If you're working from a chair that's not height adjustable or the height of your desk is too big for the chair and there's an imbalance there, use extra cushions, you know, to, to boost yourself. When it comes to our screens, make sure that the top third of your screen is level with your eye line. Again, this is to try and keep you upright. If your screen is too low, well, of course, you're going to look down. And over time, the upper body is going to start to follow the eye line and you're going to lean forward and round the shoulders. We cannot hold ourselves upright for any kind of prolonged period if the screen is too low. So screen positioning is so important because it helps to keep you upright. We're looking when we're sitting. We're looking for ear over shoulder over hip. If you can see a side view of yourself when you're sitting, you're looking for ear over shoulder over hip. We don't want a fully rigid back. Remember, your back is supposed to have curves. They just need to be supported. But we want ear, shoulder, hip in a line. If you can draw a straight line there, that's what you're aiming for. And screen position will help. When it comes to your devices, keep them close to you. So don't, in particular, don't place paperwork between you and your keyboard. Because that means you're going to lean forward every time you try to type, rounding the shoulders, compressing the abdomen. Keep your devices, anything that you use a lot. So your keyboard, your mouse, your phone, if you use it, a notepad. But if you're using a notepad, put it to the left or the right, depending on what hand you're right with, of the keyboard. Don't put it in front of the keyboard. Keep everything nice and close. And again, if you're using a workstation standing, try and line it up with your elbows. You want that relaxed shoulder when you're using it standing too. Usually a good tip, if you line up with your belly button too, when you're standing, it's normally a good, a good alignment. That's the position we want. I'm sure you've seen photographs of it. And if you, in the show notes, I have a link to the blog on this where you will see images of this. And if you're not quite sure, if you're in a good position, my tip to you is get somebody, sit at your workstation like you normally would. Don't pose, don't fix yourself. Sit as you normally would and get someone to take a photograph of you from the side. Or if you have a, like a mirror near you or full length mirror, great. I, I've seen some people who have them. Brilliant, check it out yourself. But if you don't, Get someone to take a side view picture of you and it will tell you so much. You will see where your feet are. You will see if your heels are on the floor. You will see the hip position relative to the knee. You will see your elbow position relative to the table and you'll be able to look at the position of your ear relative to your shoulder. Side view tells us so much about positioning and alignment. 
So I definitely recommend to anybody before you go back to work and start the, the work week, sit down like you normally would. Don't pose. Relax yourself. Sit as you normally would and get someone to take the side view picture of you. And you'll spot the things that are off. Or hopefully you're in a great position and then you can be happy that everything is right. And then you just need to focus on making sure that you're sitting back in your chair and staying mobile. And that will keep everything as it should. So that's the position that we want. But how can you encourage them? Well, one, as I said, get the side view image. Brilliant way of telling you straight off the bat, if you're right. Make sure your workstation is set up as best as it can be. So have a look at that. Take micro breaks. Even in a good supported nooster posture, even if you have the best chair and the best equipment and everything is textbook, your muscles are going to get tired holding you. Gravity is acting all the time. So remember, these are not these are not passive postures. Our muscles are holding us in them, even if you feel relaxed. So your muscles will get tired and your body will start to come down on itself and you will start to lean, shift to the side bend down onto the desk, cross the legs, all these different things. These little shifts that we do to try and make ourselves more comfortable because well, the muscles are getting tired holding us. And most of us don't think of that. But if you can get up and move around every 30 to 45 minutes or more, if you can, just for one or two minutes, go get a glass of water, go walk around, go put a wash on, whatever it needs to be, and sit back down. That gives the muscles a break. That boosts your circulation, removing lactic acid, bringing in fresh oxygen and nutrients, and it means that when you sit down, you're ready to go again. The body is refreshed. Break reminder apps are great as well. If you put one on your phone and set it to go off every 30 to 45 minutes, because let's be realistic, work is busy. We have things we need to do at the desk and it can be hard to remember to move. But having an external reminder is great to get that habit kickstarted. And change postures as much as you can. Sit-stand desks are great for it, but they're not essential. Especially working from home. Look at video calls, virtual meetings as a chance to move. Get yourself a wireless headset and tip off the camera every now and then. Take any calls that you can on your phone so you can move around and pace around when you're on them. Um, if you don't have a sit-stand desk, of course, you could always just take the laptop and move it to a higher surface and stand for a meeting or two. But I've, I find wireless headsets are a great investment if you're doing a lot of homework just to give you a bit of freedom to move during some of the calls. And then outside of work, we need to stay active. Like, let's be honest, our bodies are made to move. It's what they have to do. So try and make sure you're taking some form of aerobic exercise. It does not have to be intense. You don't have to kill yourself. It just needs to be mobile and aerobic using the whole body. So out for a walk, out for a cycle, out for a jog, anything at all. And Pilates is great as well with that to help improve muscle tone and encourage improved posture without you even having to think about it. It will happen over time if you can incorporate a bit of Pilates as well with a little bit of aerobic exercise. And I said, aerobic exercise, it, it could be a 30 minute walk at lunchtime. It could be a, a 30 minute walk when you log off for the day. Doesn't have to be anything intense, doesn't have to be gym based, but we need to get the body moving. And as I said, Pilates is absolutely brilliant as well if you can build that in to improve the muscle tone and, and just encourage better posture. So that is the topic of posture and why we are so concerned about it and why when we're doing assessments people are telling you where to put your chair and where to put your screen it, it's not for nothing there is a science there is a reason and there are risks that we're trying to prevent um I do find sometimes 
people get comfortable in the poor postures and the adverse postures because they've been in them so long and any kind of change to your positioning can feel a little bit weird. What I would say is if someone's doing an assessment with you and they've changed your positioning, it's because they're trying to reduce the risks associated with adverse postures and give it a go for a few days. You'll find that the body will get used to it quite quickly. It can just take a few days. And of course, if you're ever not sure, if you're experiencing discomfort, if you are an employee, let your employer know. Let your employer know that you're having these problems and ask them to arrange an assessment for you. Or alternatively, if you're self-employed, I'm happy you can always reach out to me or anybody else and organize even just a basic DSE assessment to have somebody from the outside come in and have a look and make sure that you're set up correctly. So that's all for this episode. Until next time, everybody stay well and I will talk to you soon. As always, my social media details will be in the show notes. I am on Facebook, LinkedIn, Instagram and Twitter. So if you're looking for regular updates, regular tips, follow me there. And you can always reach out to me anytime with questions or any ideas of topics that you would like me to cover. Until next time, stay well, everyone.